Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. It's Tuesday. I'm Justin Bull in for Aaron Allen, and this is The Rundown. Round one in the Chicago election for mayor is just over a month away. I say round one because a runoff is likely when you've got such a big field of nine candidates. If no candidate wins 50 percent of the vote on February 28th, the top two vote getters will face off on April 4th. And in a setback for Mayor Lori Lightfoot, the Chicago Board of Ethics made a move yesterday that gets a step closer into an investigation into Lightfoot's reelection campaign. My colleague Fran Spielman at the Chicago Sun-Times reports the board wants to determine if the mayor violated the city's ethics ordinance when her deputy campaign manager emailed CPS teachers. That email offered class credit to students if they volunteered for the Lightfoot re-election campaign. Chicago's ethics ordinance prohibits elected officials from using city time and resources to mix politics with official business. Lightfoot apologized last week and called that email a mistake made by a single staffer. She promised to fully cooperate with any investigation. In Springfield yesterday, a lawmaker proposed a bill that would give additional rights to temporary workers. Democratic State Rep. Edgar Gonzalez Jr. said the Temp Workers Fairness and Safety Act would ensure temporary workers are paid equally to full-time workers and that they would receive proper training for their jobs. We just want to attack uh, bad, uh, bad actors uh, and, and make sure that in, in the end, too, we're, we're keeping uh, these environments as safe as we can uh, for temp workers. Illinois has about 650,000 temporary workers who get their jobs through staffing agencies. Gonzalez proposed similar legislation last session, but dropped it after consulting with state agencies and finding that enforcement would be difficult because of underfunding. Groceries are getting more and more expensive lately. Personally, I've noticed that in the bread aisle, or actually when I'm looking at eggs, good God, the eggs... And that's leading to more and more people using food banks. In fact, officials at the Northern Illinois Food Bank told my colleague Michael Puente that they are now serving 440,000 clients. That's a 40 percent increase from last year. But they also introduced a tool that helps connect people in need with donated food. It's a mobile-friendly map called the Food Finder. A neighbor can go ahead and put in to find member agencies, so a food pantry or soup kitchen, so that they can get access to food resources for their household. That's Jackie Haybine, the director of agency relations with the Northern Illinois Food Bank. The interactive map is on their website. I took a look. You can't miss it. And it works. It's got a ton of listings, hours of operation, contact info. If you or someone you know could use it, check it out. It's at solvehungertoday.org. And speaking of interactive maps, and who doesn't love a good interactive map, I've got another one for you. It's the Chicago Black Social Map. My colleague Natalie Moore wrote about it in the Sun-Times last week. An organization is collecting local artifacts from Chicagoans, stuff like old event flyers and photographs, and overlaying them on a city map to highlight and preserve Chicago's black social and cultural lineage. This is another map that you will spend at least five minutes just clicking around. And maybe you've got something to contribute as well. That one's at honeypotperformance.org. 
And now for a few quick hits. City planners broke ground on a new mixed-income housing development on the near west side yesterday, right between UIC and the Illinois Medical District. The development has been dubbed Roosevelt Square, and it will include 80 public housing units, 50 affordable units, and 92 market rate units. Cook County State's attorney Kim Fox removed two prosecutors off of the murder cases involving the 2011 killing of a Chicago police officer. The veteran prosecutors were accused of hiding evidence by using private email accounts to communicate with detectives investigating the case. And it's restaurant week in Chicago through February 5th. That means if you've been looking to try out one of Chicago's top restaurants, it might be a little cheaper to do it right now. All the participating restaurants, and there are more than 300 of them, have pre-fix menus, $25 a person for brunch or lunch, $42 or $59 a person for dinner. That could still be a little pricey, but there's some good-looking spots on the list. You can check it out at ChooseChicago.com. And in the weather, more of the same, mostly cloudy, low to mid-30s, maybe a little sun. But that snow forecast is looking more and more likely for tomorrow. The weather folks say we can expect anywhere from 2 to 4 inches of snow. That's it for the rundown today. I'm Justin Bull. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you have a great day, and I will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.